and welcome to How Do You Drew? This is a Drew Barrymore podcast brought to you by thedrewzium.com. And sponsored by our friends at Positive Medium. I'm Anne. And I'm Ashley. Woo-hoo. Hello. Hi. Hi. Happy to be chatting with you. You too. Thanks. <laughs> so everyone, I don't know if you all care, but now my voice sounds a little... It's not as bad as it was when you first got on the call. It's a little bit, it's improved. That's good. <laughs> you warmed it up. I've got my tea here. You did your vocal exercises, right? <laughs> uh, of course. I mean, it was a little Every harder time. this morning. Yeah, of course, though. I mean, yeah, All right, we do well, them together. How did but... you not know we do them together? <laughs> That's right. Just testing you. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's jump into a couple follow-ups from last week. Okay, sounds great. So wait, why were we talking about the writing on her arm? Oh, <laughs> like, wait, why was that a topic we had? Okay. So we were talking about flower press and the yes. original issue, how the cover picture was a selfie taken by Drew on the set of Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Yes. And that there's writing on her arm, right? Mm-hmm. So I went and tried to see it and it's actually never very visible in the movie. Okay. So then I found the like um, behind the scenes kind of onset paparazzi pictures from that day. Uh-huh. But this was what, 2002. So the quality isn't great. Yeah. <laughs> so the best it can make out to me, it looks like there was a star mm-hmm. and then the word crush, I think is what it says. Okay. Like, I feel pretty good about that. Cool. And you remember there's other scenes in the movie where she has writing on her arm. So there's the, what is it? Like a monster truck thing. And she has the word jerk on her arm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, I want to know the stories behind these words. Yep. And then the, um, the like, can't touch this dancing scene uh, with the angels when Natalie's like moving into her new house. Yeah. It says Kodachrome on her Okay. Arm. So here's some ideas I have. Okay. I want to hear. If, the, if she has the word crush on her arm in like the hot dog on a stick scene. Yes. Then maybe it's like kind of her attitude at that moment. Like she's a little bit like flirty. Yeah. Cause she sees uh, Rodrigo on yeah. the surfboard. Yeah. Yeah. And then jerk is probably like the way she's acting in the monster truck scene. Yeah. And then Kodachrome, like I'm imagining that that scene where they're like dancing over the couch. That's yep. what you were talking about, right? Like that that would be like imagine it filmed in like bright color like yeah I think that makes sense it's fun though so I bet it's her her thinking about either her own the way she's acting or the way that she's imagining the scene which is really cool (laughs) I love that I mean she has such a history of writing things on her arms it's like but that movie in particular you really can clock it (laughs) now I just feel like I want to collect all the arm writing pictures (laughs) I know damn it now I got a new job (laughs) (laughs) I like how I said I then you know that means you Teamwork. (laughs) Um, The other thing I wanted to follow up on is that we mentioned last week that we got to guest on our wonderful friends at Fish Netflix, their fantastic podcast, but we didn't specify what that was part of. (laughs) And I feel like we should. Yes. So every year, I think this is the fifth year, the ladies at Fish Netflix, which is a great podcast and so hilarious to go listen to it if you haven't already, just in general, you don't have to listen to our episode, but you should. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Um, But every year they do Drew Sumber. So they do Drew movies over the course of December. And now, and in the fifth year, they're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel. (laughs) I was going to say, just so you don't think we chose home fries is our first choice (laughs) (laughs) yeah we had four movies to choose from and we weren't gonna pick babes in toyland (laughs) 
um they did the stand-in this past episode oh I still haven't even seen it I know I really want you to watch it because I want to get your opinion on it because it's just different it's okay ranged in tone and look but it is like a very as a fan of drew you will appreciate like getting to see her be so different okay like watch it for her and that's about it (laughs) i'll watch it for her and also so i can listen to the fish netflix episode yeah and i mean that it's not even the stuff necessarily about that movie but it i was in my car just like crying laughing it's it's so good (laughs) they're really funny they are so funny so anyway i just wanted to tell anybody if you want to listen to all their episodes about drew movies you can go back five years worth and they're great it's just a lot of fun that's i think that's a good clarification because december is a special month yeah it is (laughs) we got to think what we'll represent next year (laughs) yes far from home Waxwork too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Definitely waxwork too. <laughs> you've got mail. So for our you've got mail, we've got a special kind of submission. We had Jolena send in a voice message, which now really makes me want to do this somehow with other people, like yeah. <laughs> send us voice clips because we're gonna literally just drop in Jolena's voice clip. I love that. And I haven't heard this yet, so let's see what she has to say. Hi ladies. I just wanted to share something that I forgot to mention that was part of my Drew encounter, my first in-person Drew encounter. When I saw her and Chris Miller and I said, is that Chris? And then, you know, we kind of like started talking and I explained that I was friends with you too. And, and then Drew looked at me and she goes, I'm Drew and like did a little bow. <laughs> And it was the cutest thing ever, like as if I didn't know who she was or just like just the fact of like her introducing herself was so sweet. (laughs) So um, I can't believe I forgot to mention that when I told the story, but (laughs) alrighty. Well, I hope and wish you so much success on How Do You Drew. I think it's amazing and it's so good to like listen and feel like I'm like just observing you guys in your natural you know state I don't know (laughs) like I hope everybody listens to it knows that like that's that's you that's you too like (laughs) that is just totally you and it's so natural and I, I feel like every time I listen to it that I'm just like in the room having a conversation with you too I mean or listening to your conversation I I often try to interject but um, (laughs) that doesn't work so well but anyways I love you I love you I love you and you guys rock bye (laughs) that was really cute so sweet I like the seeing us in the wild (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's like this is really us in our natural habitat that's true like this just like if you knew how little I prepare (laughs) hey you bring it it doesn't it's all that matters you do the you do the after work and that's the part I want nothing to do with so it's fine by me (laughs) but thanks Jolena that was fun so sweet we love you oh that was so cool thanks Jolena and if anybody else wants to send a voice message or just an email uh, send it over to us at how do you do pod at gmail we'd love to hear from you we'd love yeah. including your mail yeah should we introduce a new segment <laughs> yes <laughs> 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 
So we've talked before about Druisms and how much we just love the things that she says. You described it really well last time. What? How did you say it? I don't know what I said before, but to me, it's when Drew uses like a very specific metaphor to describe something. Like yeah. she'll use like metaphors that often have like a very like disgusting image, <laughs> but like <laughs> not always, but a lot of times where it's like you can like it's very like what she says is very appropriate but it's also like true <laughs> it's like things that no one would think of but when it describes the situation perfectly <laughs> yes she does it in a very specific way so would you like to present our current Drewism of the yeah, week yeah this is actually what inspired the segment because she said this on the drew barrymore show this week and i mm-hmm. immediately texted Anne. i was like this is such a good Drewism. <laughs> so we're gonna try to collect these every week if she says something that sounds you know, in this realm. <laughs> I think it'd also be kind of cool to, if we're like reading an article for that yeah. week, like we pull a Jerusalem from the article or something. Yeah, like that. I have one in mind from Saturday morning cartoons that I remember that we used to say a lot. Awesome. We'll give away. <laughs> okay, so this week she was like doing like batting practice with the guy who's in a Broadway show yes. about baseball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, okay, like strengthen your core or tighten your core or whatever. <laughs> she said... <laughs> My core is like a fish tank on a pole sloshing around. <laughs> a fish tank on a pole. I was like, true wisdom. And she like, it's, 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 she so clearly just like comes up with it. Like, on the it's spot. not like, yeah, it's yeah. not like that these things are written for her and we just find them extremely charming because it's always her being self-deprecating. Yeah, that's true. A lot of the time. The other one, for some reason, I always think of, even though this is not like, it wasn't actually about her. I don't even know if we should leave this in, but in uh, riding, riding cars, cars with boys, boys. yes, yep. <laughs> like a beached, beached whale. whale. <laughs> yeah, you have to leave this in because this shows how how connected our brains are. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> we can speak in sync. <laughs> was it um, like a behind the scenes thing, or was it, was it like a commentary? commentary. <laughs> yes. Okay, Amazing. we're really on the same level right now. <laughs> Let's just do the whole rest of the podcast talking at the same time. Okay, that sounds great. Everyone will love it. Um, Do you want to tell me what's new with Drew this week? Yeah, there is a lot. I've only watched a couple bits of these things. There's a lot, but nothing we have to like expand too much on. I think it's just like, make sure you catch this, this, this. Cool. Okay, so she went to the White House. I'm sure you saw that. I did see it. It's airing Monday, which by the time you guys are hearing this, that will be yesterday. So everybody should be able to see it on the DrewBarrymoreShow.com if you go to the videos page. Mm -hmm. And maybe on YouTube. That's kind of a (laughs) crapshoot. Um, so that'll be really cool. I guess it's the first daytime talk show interview they've ever done, the Bidens. Oh, wow. Pretty that's huge. cool. I know. Go Drew. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it's a bummer that like you can imagine in the comments section, there's people who are like, oh, now I'm never going to watch your show again. But whatever. Oh, God. Good riddance. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> she also did a little surprise appearance on The Tonight Show with her pal Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> so cute. So Um, I guess they're doing like giveaways every day for 12 days of Christmas. Oh, cute. And this was the second day and Drew came to give out beautiful air fryers. That was really fun. I know. They're so cute. (laughs) Even though I have the toaster oven, which has the air fryer, (laughs) it's still like not the same. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. (laughs) It was really cute though. Like when she came out, it it just looked really fun. I haven't seen it, but. Oh, you didn't see the little clip? No. It's very short. You could just go watch it. She's only there for like three minutes or something okay cool okay then she also this is like random ass uh, <laughs> she was at the mariah carey concert in new york to introduce 
all I want for Christmas. <laughs> like comes out and she had just been telling Ross on the show that she's been texting with Mariah and like <laughs> didn't give any context. So I guess it was maybe leading up to this. Yeah. So she comes out and gives like a five minute speech. About- Whoa. <laughs> yeah. It, like for a very, very long time. <laughs> I don't know if like the dancers were all doing quick changes in the background. And so Drew had to stall or she was just doing <laughs> her usual blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I love it. I know. But so that was pretty fun. And, you know, everybody in the audience was like freaking out when she came out. So that was cute. And her makeup looked so good. That's cool. I mean, between like the White House interview and introducing like the biggest Christmas song <laughs> of know. our generation, basically. <laughs> So true. Okay. And then those Pluto TV commercials that we had mentioned, I think after we talked to Tony, because he told us that she was filming something in LA. Oh yeah. Those finally came out. So I've only seen like one that combines all three commercials. You sent me that. Yeah. And then I saw one of them in full, the one that's like a crime drama where she's running down the street. So cute. Yeah. I loved her little look on the subway with the yellow beret. Yeah. So cute. She looks really cute. And I thought it was interesting that one of the things when you, the clip you sent me, she's introducing it on her show or there's something like yes. some part of her show. And then she's like, and there's also a Drew Barrymore channel. And you remember that I mentioned yeah. that my mom like favorited the Drew Barrymore channel. I thought that was so cool. On Pluto, but also, I don't know if I like pointed it out, but the Drew Barrymore channel is like best of episodes. Okay. Like they don't, they don't have recent Full. episodes. Okay. It's all just like random ones, like from any time during <laughs> the show. You get what you get. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's cool though. Cause you can just put it on and be like, oh, I've seen this one or oh, I haven't seen this one. And my mom watches it all the time. So it's kind of fun. Oh, cool. Yay, Pluto. Yeah. That's so fun. I added this to our filmography page under commercials already. Just Oh, cool. You know, I'm on top of it. Good job. <laughs> um, okay. There's a lot. Okay. (laughs) So she also was on the late night talk show that's called Z-Way. Yeah. Um, I believe she had that woman Z-Way on her show once. So I, okay. That's the only reason I was familiar with her. It's on Showtime, but I'm looking right now and it looks like I could watch it with my Paramount Plus subscription. Oh, cool. And um, have you watched any of the clips on social media? I've watched a couple <laughs> of clips. I've watched one where she's like, Drew like gets confused about some specific like phrase and okay. Z-Way is explaining it to oh, her. Oh, the stupid has- thick. Yes, 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 yes. Um, they also showed one, <laughs> spoilers, but they showed one where she Z-Way asked Drew a question and in typical Drew fashion, she's like starts going off on all these tangents. And like while she's doing it, they have this graphic on the screen that's like a little car driving, but it's like going around and around and, <laughs> and it ends up forming a flower. <laughs> and then at the oh end, Drew's God. like, wait, what was the question? <laughs> like, I can't tell if it's like parody or like satire a little bit. Like, oh, I know cute. Drew's having fun, but it yeah. does kind of feel like the host is making fun of her. But I think it's in a very good natured enjoyable way i wonder what this show is usually like that would probably be a better indicator to know if it's like yeah that kind of silly funny i think it is a little bit like satire okay that's that's fun the little clip i saw was funny yeah so we'll both have to watch that and report back the genre one of the genres i just saw on google is cringe comedy so whatever that means (laughs) cringe comedy i i mean when you said satire i was thinking about between two ferns with zach galifianakis yeah that's a good way that's considered cringe comedy so it's got it's got to be yeah it's got to be within that like this was all kind of making fun of her in it she was in on the joke (laughs) okay very last thing is that um she hosted 
an event for Phil Rosenthal, who, again, I only am familiar with him from him being on the show. He was the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond and I'm sure a bunch of other TV stuff. Oh, okay. Um, I, I wasn't familiar with him either, but I saw the pictures from the event. Yeah, he was on the show promoting his new book, which is called Somebody Feed Phil, I believe. So Drew hosted some event for that book and it was cute. I guess he like had a cake made for her that said somebody feed Drew and it like has Aww. daisies all over it. <laughs> that's really cute. Yeah. So that's what she's been up to this week. It was a busy one. That's great. I mean, what's really exciting is that because she's doing like big stuff and we kind of have, you said something on a previous episode, like what is going on? Like it suddenly feels like yeah. she's having a, um, a renaissance a little bit. Totally. It's because of our podcast. Uh, of course it is. <laughs> But it's kind of been like a slow build as far as the show, like rising her star again. Yeah, I would agree with that. Doesn't it kind of feel like suddenly a lot of stuff is happening? Yes. Suddenly she's like all over the place, which is fun. I mean, she's never not been famous, but (laughs) (laughs) But this is great. We're we're really excited that her star's rising again. Yeah, it's fun. All right. Whew. Are we ready for this big topic? Yeah, this is a big one. (laughs) Speaking of like star rising again, this feels like a pretty peak time of that. (laughs) So, um, so we decided to do, I should say, Ashley decided to do, and I was like, yeah, um, the year 2000, which is a huge year. Insert Conan O'Brien song. The year 2000. Oh yeah. (laughs) I will actually, I may actually insert it. Um, And uh, what I was going to say is that, um, My thought process immediately when you said 2000 was about like how we feel about magazines from the year 2000. Well, there's so many magazines we will not mention that are literally just Charlie's Angels coverage. They didn't do no photo shoot. Like we're only going to talk about the ones that did like specific new photo shoots for their features. Yes. And, and I feel like for sure. And I have not, haven't made it clear, but like, I feel like a huge chunk, like a third of my collection is like, (laughs) magazines from the year 2000 oh yeah when I got my binder out for that year it's literally just 99 and 2000 one gigantic four inch binder yeah like other years I have like six or seven years fit into one yep yep Yep. (laughs) it's wild some big years (laughs) but this is cool because you know even though in 98 which we did for our first episodes we were obviously fans so we were very present I feel like we were really present at this time like hyper present Absolutely. Cemented in our droopy dumb and paying attention to everything. Yes. Okay, so here we go, jumping into the year 2000, starting in January, which makes sense, right? <laughs> so filming for Charlie's Angels seemed to have started in January. There was a lot of like rumors in the press about stuff that was happening on set and the filming being started and lots of paparazzi images from the set were coming out. Which kind of is interesting. I don't do paparazzi pictures come out a lot for sets anymore, or are they way more private? Because I feel like um, this is like, I don't know. It just feels like there was so much. I think it just depends on where they're filming, and That's so true. any of these that were filmed like in public on streets, yes, and That's I true. still see that for other stuff if it's okay. On the street, That's so, yeah. that's true. That's true. I just feel like this was like. Maybe it, it just kind of goes back to what we were saying. Like we were there, and it was so exciting. <laughs> yeah, probably. So some of the first images that came out were them going through the drive through at Foster's Freeze. And in People magazine, they printed this one of her like sitting next to a dock. And I just like, what was the context of that article in People? Do you remember? Nothing. It was like Star Tracks. And for some reason, they did, gave it a full two full page. pages, I think. Yeah. And it's just like 
it was very more on the set because i think it was the first like official photo because that one's like posed that's true i think it was the first official photo that came out but this was just like hugely exciting for us on the grapevine and like just trying to take myself back to that moment it was like ah, Uh, totally (laughs) and i can't remember when venus uh grapevine jeruby venus she like found out when they were filming something and it's it's either this harbor scene that we're talking about with the pelican or like maybe the scuba scene because it definitely had to do with like being near a beach. it was it was in long beach where she was like yes. where she's living yeah. yeah and she got to encounter her like she waited oh until God. they finished filming and do you remember reading that yeah like it was insane <laughs> she took this poster that she made with like everyone's name from the grapevine and drew signed it to the grapevine all my That's love right. and beautiful energy or something it was i remember reading that and just like hyperventilating because it felt like the closest i would ever get to drew yeah that was really exciting <laughs> little did we know <laughs> hi venus if you're out there yeah so cool i did want to say like so when we, you mentioned like the rumors and stuff so from the beginning the media was trying to portray this like cat fighty sort of thing going on with the set with between drew and cameron and lucy which as we all know is total bullshit (laughs) but um yeah i found something so you remember bodyguard yeah of course okay so there was this guy who would always be in the background when drew would be on the red carpet we didn't know who he was for a long time yep then we finally were able to identify him and it's like not that big of a deal he's not a bodyguard we were joking about that but he was basically like chris miller before chris miller yeah so his name was eddie michaels he was her publicist um he actually passed away um which is so interesting and weird i think you told me yeah it was years ago but anyway so he gave a lot of statements to uh like tabloid magazines at this time i kept seeing his name in statements so he like told us weekly or somebody like yeah she's under a lot of pressure but she's not having a mental breakdown like he had to keep and then he was like if these girls are faking their like friendship then they're the best actresses I've ever seen like oh my god (laughs) yeah (laughs) so anyway I just feel like when you mentioned Charlie's Angels it's important we talk about like how much pressure there was from the outside world like everybody was making a really big deal about this movie and yeah you know, trying to act like it was going to be this big disaster. And then, of course, it was a gigantic success. So yep. forget you guys. <laughs> <laughs> forget you guys. <laughs> so that harbor scene, the pelican. <laughs> yes. That is this first scene. Well, originally it was the only scene that Tom Green was going to be in. Yep. So Drew was a big fan of his show. And, you know, maybe we'll do a whole episode where we talk about their relationship later. So I don't want to okay. get too into the details. Yep. But she wanted him to have a part, just like offered it to him. He didn't audition or something. So she went to dinner with him and McGee. And mm-hmm. she said, there's three boyfriend roles. You can pick which one you want. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we know which one he picked. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that day that he filmed that scene and like he falls into the water, which wasn't planned. And I guess uh, like he was worried he was going to get in trouble because he really just shouldn't do stuff like that on movie sets. Yeah. <laughs> But everybody loved it. Um, Drew invited him to go out with some of her friends. And so they like hung out that night and then they had like a little kiss and exchange numbers. And he was like, what is happening here? Like he couldn't like understand if she was like into him or flirting with him or what was going on. Yeah. He's like, she's technically my boss. Like what is this? 
Oh my God. <laughs> but uh, yeah, then they, he went out of town and they had like a bunch of long phone calls and then they had apparently like the perfect first date at the beach. And then they, you remember the story about them freeing lobsters on their second date? <laughs> yes. Yes. So. But like not really well. So when I read this note, I was like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> um, so yeah, they were like pretty much boom from the beginning. Um, and then I think, I feel like again with the media like it really fed into the how speedy their relationship went was sort of just my instinct um I also remember that when they started dating I might have said this on a previous episode yeah. but, but that my brother was <laughs> yeah. like they're gonna get married and I was like no they're not like I was so like couldn't imagine even though I did like Tom Green I still like thought of him as like out of her league yeah or hip sorry her being out of his league yeah 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 <laughs> But, um, you know, in a way that, like, doesn't really make any sense to me now. But I was like, how old was I at this point? I was 15. Yeah. So I was like, no, you know. And he was, like, teasing me, like, they're going to get married. And oh, then my God, right. I love it. <laughs> um, And then there was that, again, like, good luck finding this anywhere on the Internet. It's on our stupid old tapes that we can't access. But um, ah. David Letterman had, like, heart surgery. And so Paul Schaefer like kind of did these little one-on-one interviews with celebrities in the meantime that they aired. And so of course Drew was one of them because she was like so affiliated with the David Letterman show. Yep. And so he interviewed her at Flower Films and yeah, I don't have a great memory of it. I remember really liking it. I remember actually, I just had a memory. <laughs> he, like they show a clip of Julia Roberts like on Dave's show and like kisses him or something oh and d- d- isn't it trying to make Drew jealous yeah or something? and she yeah. goes there is a pain in my heart <laughs> I do remember that I do remember that actually apparently I did remember a piece of this because I thought I didn't remember but I guess this is where <laughs> Paul says to Drew that he had the perfect Barrymore profile when she flashed Dave yeah. <laughs> which is a little cringe but also like yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny I mean she cracked up and I loved her look like her hair was all blown out in a really pretty way and she had this huge like almost like a geode necklace she looks beautiful but I don't remember this yeah okay so now we're jumping into February so all of that that we just talked about that was literally the first month of the year <laughs> <laughs> so now we're into February and all we really have at this time is that Charlie's Angels was continuing to be filmed at this time so I bet that there are you know a bunch more paparazzi images from this time but no events no specific kind of things worth talking about but in March the Angels so Drew Cameron and Lucy and Tom went to the Show West Awards and she won the Comedy Star of the Year and I guess was the first female to do so that's crazy isn't that wild I know she said like I saw a quote from her where she said like she didn't really want to focus on the female part she was more excited about the comedy part because comedy is like so meaningful to her that's awesome I love that she said that yeah so within the same kind of show west event Bill Murray who played Bosley in the first Charlie's Angels film if you're not familiar the famous (laughs) Bill Murray you don't know (laughs) if somehow you don't know that um he introduced the angels and then they presented the trailer at show west which I don't remember the teaser right now oh you will so it's they're all in the black suits it like starts like when the world needs help they call one man and you like you see a guy walking it's almost like you're supposed to think it's James Bond and then it splits into the three 
angel silhouettes from the guy and they're doing like their kung fu stuff okay so it was just like the shortest little thing yeah so it's not even anything from the movie they like filmed this stuff specifically for this really cool I remember being very excited. (laughs) So also in March, um, Tom Green had been diagnosed with testicular cancer, which was so like nuts because I don't think (laughs) Pun intended. (laughs) Ah! Um, So Drew and Tom had only been dating a couple of months. Yeah, I think it was six weeks. Oh, my God. I know. And he was diagnosed and he swiftly within that month like had a surgery there was an entertainment tonight special there was an mtv special there was a rolling stone feature like tom green was on the cover talking about there was the article was like all about this experience um and you know drew is mentioned in the article like drew is part of all of this stuff intense (laughs) it was like intense yeah drew was said to have come to the hospital every day after filming and they pushed some beds together and she would read the little prints to him, which is so sweet. I know. I can't help but think that this was like a huge thing that brought them really close together. Because may- maybe they wouldn't, their relationship wouldn't have gone the way it did if, if um, this hadn't happened. Meaning, yeah, you know, it wouldn't have been as intense as quickly. And I think again, the like the public eye on this probably also yeah. had an effect. Yeah. Do you remember this Entertainment Tonight little segment where they're in the hospital together? I do. I it was do. So it was so cute. It was so cute and so sweet. Uh, I do remember it. And I'm like looking at these images now. I'm like, she looks so young. <laughs> she was. She's only 25, which is crazy. Aww. I remember she like she's like in pajamas, essentially. They're hanging yep. out of the hospital and they're pretending that they're like like they start singing the Entertainment Tonight music like they're on some red carpet. And she's like, <laughs> do you like my clothes? They're Prada. <laughs> That's right. It's so cute. It's really cute. But what's also interesting is how, like, I wonder how the decision was made to like, okay, we're just going to like have it be really public. Yeah. I mean, I think that was sort of Tom's way of dealing with it. But that's true. You know, I think it's there's so much we could speculate on their relationship. We got to save this for a different episode. But yeah, I just wonder, like, how she felt about being so public with everything in their relationship like yeah she seems to have been fine with it to a certain extent and i'm sure we can get into this i think she just like went with the ride (laughs) get into it more even in this episode so i'll i'll be quiet for now and we'll talk more about tom in a bit okay so also this month same time um was the oscars so she and Cameron and Lucy were all attending because they presented the Best Costume Design Award. Mm-hmm. And Drew wore that really beautiful black backless dress, mm-hmm. um, really deep backless. Like it literally goes all the way down to her um, cherub tattoo in the middle of her back. Yep. And it was made for her. And I have a recollection that the Charlie's Angels costume designer, Joseph Alisi, I believe, I think he did it. I don't know. I couldn't find the source for that, but that's like information I had in my brain. So okay, I'm, I bet it's right. Um, but yeah, so Tom was released from the hospital literally the day before the Oscars. Nuts. And <laughs> again with the nuts. <laughs> um, Drew like offered like, okay, I'll just go present my award and then I'll come back and watch it with you. But he really wanted to be there with her, so Aww. he went along and. I guess stumbled his way up the red carpet. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't re- recall at all that this was like me neither. He had he had just been in the hospital the this day before. Was just in my research, I was like, oh, yeah, oh my god, you know. But I, I maybe we knew that at the time. Mm, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think 
stuff was as quite as publicly available. I don't know. Yeah, I just I just wonder like if we had seen the Entertainment Tonight special like that week and then like the next yeah. week they're at the Oscars. If it we kind of knew, but very... maybe we didn't. Maybe we didn't think about it. Maybe we didn't. We obviously wouldn't have known his hospital schedule, so maybe we didn't realize he like had just been released. We we're such amateurs then. <laughs> but I I do love her look at that Oscars. Like Me there's too. some really sweet pictures from it. Oh, and that big like chunky green necklace. Yeah, like so simple, but. So cool, especially because her back is like her favorite feature was at that time. So Aww. it's cool that you can really, it really highlights that. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Now jumping to April. So leaving this massive month of March, <laughs> jumping to April. So Drew and Tom Green attended the launch of DrDrew.com, um, which seems like an interesting event, but apparently Tom Green got some assistance in finding a doctor for his cancer stuff from Dr. Drew. Yes. Um, which is really sweet. Yeah, but this is like, can you imagine like launching a website having an event at this at this point? <laughs> yeah, like right. now? Like it, it just feels so the year two thousand to be like drdrew.com is launching and we're going to have an event. And Drew Barrymore is going to attend. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um yeah. and of course they're still filming Charlie's Angels. Um we know that the scuba scene and the boat scene were both within um, the month of April. Yeah. So I guess they liked Tom so much in that first scene that they ended up like adding that part where he's driving this, the boat for the ladies, the little tugboat. And yes. They, yeah. So they filmed that in this month. <laughs> nice. So somewhere around here, I, I couldn't find dates. I tried really hard. Um, but that's when those like daily photos on TomGreen.com were happening. Uh... And, oh, I know <laughs> the like best photos because some of those photos were at that boat scene that's where I'm getting my like idea of when ah. these were happening um but yeah there was like every day for a while there would just be like photo of the day and there's like do you remember there's some of them at Piquito Moss it's it's so funny because like this was so exciting so uh. one thing one thing I gotta say about Tom Green and Drew has said this before like that he was ahead of the game on basically having like social media but it totally. was just his website so he was like sharing their personal lives but not not explicitly but like sharing personal images there was a point when they had like audio files you remember yeah. this right and there were videos too yeah so they were like they literally had like imagine that tomgreen.com was like his instagram exactly it was so freaking cool and i also am 100 positive that we don't have everything saved that was up uh... there you feel like I we don't do? have the video saved, but I do have screen caps of them. Do you have audio? No. So that's what I mean. Like yeah. there, there was some stuff like I might have one somewhere, but I feel like if I did, we would have it where they were like arguing about a burrito. Yeah, I think that was one of the videos. Oh, that might have been an audio. Yeah. Either way, remember. this was freaking nuts and we were going nuts every time something was posted <laughs> on um, on the grapevine. We were like, ah! <laughs> I still love these photos so much. They're just so... I mean, they're so sweet. I assume you'll share a couple yeah. of them. Just understand when you look at these, like, they feel, like, very personal and they were. It like, was access we didn't have to Drew at that time. Like, to get personal kind of selfies. Like, we're so jaded and used to it now. But this yep. was, like really amazing yeah. access at that time. Yeah. I guess if if you're young, you may not even think of a time without <laughs> this even, kind of stuff. Yeah, you wouldn't like, even think these were cool. <laughs> yeah, but like if you were there, you know, if you're like <laughs> if you're old enough to remember pre 
not even pre-social media, but pre-Instagram specifically. Yeah. Because they really felt, I don't know. Good stuff. Good freaking stuff. Freaking amazing. <laughs> Howdy, Howdy Droomies. We want to tell you about our sponsor, Positive Medium. We've actually been clients of theirs for at least 10 years, and they take care of all of our website needs for the Drewzam.com. They offer custom web design and professional coding, search engine optimization, marketing, and hosting. So we've been hosted by them, but we've also been able to take advantage of a lot of their expertise in these other areas as well. Absolutely. So customer service is the biggest draw for us with this company. They have saved our site literally from obliteration <laughs> quite a yep. few times. But then they also help us with minor issues in just like literally a matter of minutes. So if we have like a coding question or just like something on the back end we can't figure out, we reach out to them and we get an answer back and the issue is solved within moments. We're so excited that Positive Medium is allowing us to offer our listeners 25% off managed WordPress hosting plans using our promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, of course. Um, and if you want to take advantage of this, visit positivemedium.com. We really, really vouch for these people. They've been so great to us and will continue to be great to us, I, I can only imagine. <laughs> I mean, they're great by offering this to our listeners. So take advantage. Again, it's promo code DREW, of course. <laughs> So then in May, um, she attended the Blockbuster Award. So she was getting an award, favorite actress in a comedy romance for Never Been Kissed. Mm -hmm. And I guess they were filming like really late in the day on Charlie's Angels. So they had to take a helicopter because there was no <laughs> way to get there in L.A. traffic otherwise. <laughs> so, yeah, so she came and got her award. And uh, David Arquette also won for Never Been Kissed. So there's cute like footage and photos of them backstage together. I remember they closed the show out with the two of them backstage and Drew says, be kind, rewind. <laughs> great, great blockbuster <laughs> reference. Nice. And good I can't memory. Blockbuster Awards was like a thing. <laughs> like just this is such a different time. It's so funny. I mean, I, I graduated at a place at the time was called the Blockbuster Pavilion. So oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I didn't know that. And that's In 2002. Before big arenas and stuff were named after companies. That's interesting. So this next thing, like, yeah, <laughs> it's like crazy. So we've talked about Drew's mom many, many, <laughs> many um, times. Here, here's a, here's a, here's a new uh, little nugget. So Jade in May of 2000 was arrested for illegal gun possession while putting up band posters. Was it in New York? Was it in LA? Yeah, it was in New York. Okay. So she claimed to have bought the gun in LA in 1990 when she believed that she and Drew were being stalked, but also like, why was she carrying it? I know. Like, why? How can that be your excuse? <laughs> but why? How I still have it? I know. And okay, so this next little tidbit was this part of that article that was in? Yeah. Like us? Was it Us Weekly? Yep. Okay, so there was a, a whole thing. Was it even like the cover story? It might have been. It was like, th yeah, I think so. And it was like three pages. I don't know why. Oh my God. They must so, have been slow news day or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this was like a major feature in Us Weekly. This whole thing, which I can't imagine was not like kind of embarrassing for Drew. Oh, of course. I think she tried to have just like a sense of humor about it. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. But <laughs> Jade, like, I mean, I have no idea if this was some kind of like, it, I don't think it was like a media stunt as far as like having her caught with a gun, but it was just like a whole interesting thing. Thankfully, she didn't like shoot somebody and then, you know, that Jesus. was, um, but Drew uh, had wished her her mom happy Mother's Day. And then she kind of joked like, I heard you were in a little trouble. <laughs> 
And I think I saw that it was like the first time she'd even talked to her on Mother's Day in like six years or something. I was going to say, like, we've been talking about the relationship between Drew and her mom, and I can't really keep track of the times yeah. when they have had a relationship. Although this year, there is this interesting like trajectory that has to do with Tom. Yeah. Anyway, that was like really kind of funny. <laughs> Not funny. I think I actually remember Drew talking on some nighttime like primetime live I don't even know what it was called the next year and they bring this up and she's like mom what are you doing now Jesus Lord do you remember that <laughs> yes I do oh, I do I mean to be fair like I don't think Jade intended this like I said I don't think it was a media stunt but it's also like the fact that Us Weekly yeah went all out and made it a feature and Thanks. then that you know comes back to Drew and she has to like make a comment about it for the next several months you know it's like Oh, <laughs> Jade. All right, let's move on to June. So I don't know when this was filmed, but it aired in June. Um, she hosted this special on TV for AFI, the American mm-hmm. Film Institute. Mm-hmm. It was called "100 Years, 100 Laughs." So I think it, from my recollection, it was like a countdown of the of 100 best comedies of all time. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I was trying to remember if it was just like a one hour special where they showed little clips of yes. each film. Yeah, that's what I remembered. And that Drew kind of talked about before and after each clip. Yeah. And she looked so beautiful. I she loved looks... this look. Yeah. And she kind of doesn't look like this, like exactly ever. like this ever again. <laughs> yeah. Like her hair looks really bright red. Like I think it's something about the way it's shot and the way she's dressed. Like it just really looks it's a really like beautiful and simple and elegant and unique look. Like I don't really know. I definitely tried to copy this hairstyle this that like this month. Like I went to a concert and I remember buying flowers and put trying to put my hair up and make it look like this. I did not Aww. succeed. <laughs> But yeah, it was such a cute look. Speaking of my brother, I do remember her making fun of how much Drew moved her head when she was talking (laughs) in this because my brother was a jerk. (laughs) Drew does move her head a lot when she talks. Especially if she's like reading something scripted to the camera. Yes. Um, But anyway, she looks really, really beautiful in this. You know, this makes me think we probably should have said at the top like that she had this awesome red hair this year. Like it started kind of. It's funny how many times it seems like she changed her hair right at the beginning of a year. Maybe not yeah. that many times, but I'm thinking of 96. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I was like, I'm thinking right exactly what you said. Yeah, we love this red hair. I'm still kind of mad she didn't make her hair red for the Charlie's Angels full throttle. I don't really understand that, but anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. <laughs> okay, so um, Drew had done voice acting for a film called Titan AE, and the premiere was in June of 2000. So she attended with Tom Green. Um, this is also where Jolena saw Drew for the first time. She didn't get to talk to her as far as I know. Totally had forgotten about that. Yeah, I had totally forgotten about it too. Like, I don't know the the details of that encounter. I mean, or, or that fighting. <laughs> well, and it was funny when she was reminding us of that. We were kind of chatting about her look and we were talking about the fact that this was early 2000s was a weird time in fashion <laughs> like it was really cool to show your underwear thong strings <laughs> like we've talked about Drew's underwear showing outside of her pants in the 90s that was different this is like the the strings of a thong up yeah. above your pants yep. <laughs> so that's what I always think of the funny thing is that the rest of the look is like it's like a white button down and a, and like black slacks <laughs> yeah, and then, she, and then when she, at certain at certain points it's like oh there's her thong string <laughs> And that that would have been like cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's, really, it's really funny. It's funny. Um, okay, so I'm kind of guessing on this date um, of when this would have happened. We obviously didn't know about it till later, but. 
the angels as part of um promotion for charlie's angels they got together with marie claire magazine and they did this um outdoor survival school in boulder utah yeah and so they got dropped off in the middle of nowhere with like two guides and everything that they had to have everything that they wanted on their backs and they had to find their own food and water and sleep outside and all that like it was it wasn't like a glamping it was like a legit like drew hated it yeah i was just gonna say this was like Drew was like really miserable. Yeah. Cameron was, loved it. Yeah. Cameron was like all into it. The the pictures from this are uh, so cool. But you can so like cool. you can tell that Drew's like like the one thing I'm thinking of is the one where she's in the water and they're yeah. like climbing up a top, like rocks on either side, and then there's like a stream. And yeah. Drew's just waiting in the stream. And Cameron and Lucy are like climbing above her <laughs> it looked intense it looks really intense um i love that they did this and i can't help but think this brought them like really close they probably oh, even if they sure. weren't close before but the feature was really cool oh it's pages and pages and pages yeah of amazing photos so if you're not familiar with this marie claire feature like you have to go check it out i'm sure we have all the images on our website right yeah and also um the school which is called boss which stands for boulder outdoor survival school um they have a pdf of maybe the whole article on their website at least most of it yeah cool i just found that (laughs) that's awesome so sometime around right around june drew went skydiving with cameron diaz tom green and jared leto who we should say was cameron's boyfriend it wasn't just like (laughs) randomly invited him i guess it was drew's idea because she'd done some aerial stunts for charlie's angels and she was like oh i think i can i don't know she just thought that this would be fun to do I think she's done skydiving more than once, right? Or has it just been this only time? This is the only time I can recall. Okay. But she's talked about it for years. <laughs> I do. I feel like looking at the pictures that are up here, weren't some of these pictures or at least one of them on like the skydiving company's website? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Either way, her having done this like Utah survival thing around the time she did skydiving, she was clearly in like a trying new things kind yeah, of part of her life I where she's do... like remember she also says she swam with sharks around this time oh yeah so she was really feeling adventurous <laughs> pretty cool. in in 2000 yeah <laughs> okay so in july big news mm-hmm. so i've read the date is july 8th put a little asterisk by that because who knows if that's true but yeah. tom proposed to drew so um there was a thing in us weekly where it said that she and tom were seen at a showing of scary movie (laughs) cameron and jared leto which i just thought was like so random i wanted to include it and they were like (laughs) giggling and celebrating the proposal and drew told uh eddie michaels the publicist bodyguard Mm -hmm. (laughs) she told him you can confirm it and that was like all she told him and he's like she hung up the phone so okay (laughs) he was very (laughs) candid in his statements that's really cool (laughs) i know but yeah so she was seen with this like beautiful ring um there's a lot of like paparazzi pictures where they like focus on the ring it was a big deal of course yeah it was it was big but also like what i was mentioning earlier like they'd been through this intense thing like he had survived cancer he had like i don't remember my feelings at the time about it but it like looking back it makes sense what they were going through yeah and drew's been like i mean even then she was like marriage was like the scariest thing in the world to me like the skydiving and the sharks fine but marriage uh. yeah <laughs> but uh, so she apparently was willing to take yet another risk <laughs> go drill so um it, in that same month they attended she, uh, 
they, meaning Tom Green and Drew, attended the premiere for the film Loser. The look here that she has is really <laughs> cute. It, like, it's very, very casual. And I feel like there was this thing, like, at some premieres in the 90s and, like, 2000s where people would just go, like, dressed in their regular clothes. Totally. Yeah. So it looks like, I can't remember, she looks like she's wearing, like, a kind of a corduroy, kind of brick-colored jacket. Yeah. It's really cute. And she has, like, no eyebrows for some reason. Like, they're almost bleached gone. I don't I know why. I wonder if they were, like, transitioning... Uh, like she was about to get like a different look because oh, well. we have a note here. She, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in that same month, she had darkened her hair because they had started filming Donnie Darko. So my yeah. guess is that the, she was like tr- in between hairstyles and sometimes they like yeah, lighten stuff before they darken it. I bet you're right. I don't know why, but that would be my guess is that it's... she was like on her way to dark hair for Donnie Darko. Yeah, it's funny. I like for a long time definitely thought of her hair as like totally just brown and Donnie Darko, but it's really yeah. more of like a dark auburn. Like yeah. there's definitely reddish tones to it still. Yep. Um. So yes, in August, she finished Donnie Darko filming and then immediately went and started working on riding in cars with boys and that her hair is brown. So she went even darker for that. Yep. And that freaking filmed forever. It filmed till January 2001. Wow. I'm sure they took like the Christmas time off and all that stuff yeah but But it's also interesting to compare like Donnie Darko was literally like a month yeah (laughs) you know because it was like an indie and then it's like you have but but flanked by like Charlie's Angels which is like months of filming and then Riding Cars with Boys which is months of filming like like, no break it's kind of wild filming three films in one year I mean I know know it's not the only time she did that but that's crazy yeah and we should mention that Riding Cars with Boys was done in New York like maybe even Connecticut too. So it was like very East Coast. So she was just on the other side of the country for them the rest of the year. Yep. Okay, so we can start talking about some of the magazines that um, were coming out. So really there was no like new features until this point, which is kind of wild because we think of the year 2000 as having hundreds of magazines. But once things started to be released, it was just like you couldn't stop the flow <laughs> of magazines. An onslaught. I particularly think of November, but we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> so... I have these under August. They're all September issues, but like I remember when they were coming out, it was August, you know? So I just kind of shoved them in between. Cool. And so the first one was in style. I totally remember getting this. I remember where I was. I remember looking at it in the parking lot. Um, It was like their sexy issue, I guess. And Drew had the red hair and all of the things that she wears. She's wearing red. Like it's red, 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 red. It's very like sexy yeah and uh her frequent photographer collaborator at that time Matthew Ralston took these pictures which I love that was Matthew Ralston guess um no he but he did a lot in 93 94 okay he did like the YM ones that are so Ah, great okay he did entertainment weekly in 92 but I I definitely know the name but I can't but I can't think of why so yeah this I also remember it pretty well but I feel like like thinking about like holding it in my hands is a very yes. thick I was just gonna say that it's it's huge. very thick it's like yeah. 900 pages or something it's so th- but I guess it's like I think that September like the fall issue of You're magazines right. is huge always so it just yeah. happened to be that this is the one she was on it's funny to think about specifically this is like off topic a little bit but like Drew's issues of in style their difference in thickness yeah <laughs> is really <laughs> is really funny so I don't know if my memory of it's like size obviously I've like handled it many times over the years but like I feel like when I got it I was like why <laughs> you know like why is it so big? too big and there's only two pages of her inside <laughs> yeah and it's great I still have an intact copy believe it or not <laughs> so then 
that angels were featured in the september issue of premiere magazine is premiere magazine even around anymore i don't think so i think it's long gone it was a cool magazine though yeah it was these images are really cute of them there's a black and white close-up that i really love of the angels and then the one of them laughing together i know they're so cute really cool but this was a cover feature might be the first cover feature with all three of them together i think so yeah yeah as as i've kind of teased there were many many more So then this was like an Entertainment Weekly special issue. So um, instead of being like the weekly issue, this was just like a special fall one. And it was called How to Break into Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And Drew's like featured throughout the whole magazine, which is so fun. Yeah, it's really cute. So I can kind of describe them a little bit, but there are a couple shots. And I don't remember the layout of the magazine exactly, but there are images of Drew kind of pretending that she's acting on a small stage or like in an acting class. Yeah. Yeah. And there are like three shots of her making different expressions, like crying, kind of like, like making a dramatic stance. And then um, <laughs> so cute. I don't remember what the feature was, but there are some other like kind of sepia tone black and white ones of her in the street. And I love those ones. I know. They're, I love her outfit. Like, yeah. All of these images were really beautiful. And also her hair was so dark. And I think this was the first. Yeah, this was definitely like the first thing that was a photo shoot of her with her hair as dark as it was. Oh, yeah, totally. In riding cars with boys. So obviously me as like somebody who had loved 1996 dark hair. I was like, (laughs) oh, my God. It's your time to shine. Yeah. Love it. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, so let's move on to September. Not much went on. Like, so she's filming, writing Cars with Boys, so pretty under the radar, but she did attend like a Barbara Streisand, I think it was like supposed to be a farewell concert. You know how those always go? Yes. They're not truly farewell. Yes. Um, and she attended that with Penny Marshall, who of course directed Writing in Cars with Boys. Yep. So it kind of sounds like they were like in the middle of it. Oh, and uh, I was like, she just, I just saw something where she talked about going to this when the angels go on the Rosie show, the Rosie O'Donnell show the next month. Uh, she says that she like took a picture or saw Rosie at this Barbra Streisand thing. Oh yeah. I think I do remember that. Yeah. So that's fun. That's really fun. And then we have some magazines. So I had mentioned that the first issue that had the angels on the cover was premiere. It looks like the next one that had them on the cover was TV guide. I guess I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I'm just looking at the, the angels particularly yeah. until we get into the heavy angel stuff in <laughs> November. And then we've got Drew on the cover of Premiere Magazine with a really beautiful shoot and only a couple images, unfortunately. I know. I love these photos. They're really beautiful. Um, It looks like another situation where maybe the cover shoot's different than the inside shoot, or at least it's a different setup. Different setup. Yeah. Same photographer. And yeah, they do look kind of different, but I love them all. Who is the photographer on premiere? I believe it's Mark Abrahams. Okay. Who also worked with her. He's done a lot, like almost more than anybody. And I guess his are less memorable overall. So he's done a lot of like sort of fashion type ones that, you know, maybe don't stand out as a favorite. Okay, cool. Okay, so then we also had with Herberts, the Angels did a feature for Vogue, but they weren't on the cover. So it's just on the inside and there's really pretty pictures. And that one's kind of unique where the article, like the interview article takes place on the set of the photo shoot, which doesn't always Oh, that is interesting. I didn't didn't remember that, but that is really Yeah, me neither. And um, 
who did the hair? I think it was Orlando Pita who also did Guess way back in 93. Oh, wow. Do they talk about that in the article? Yeah. Not that he did Guess. I just recognized his name, but he was like, he's like, how am I going to style all their hair? I'll just blow dry it all straight. There we go. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of fun. (laughs) It's definitely a different look for Drew to have that like really straight hair. Yep. Yep. It is different. Those pictures have that kind of like, like they're cute, but they also feel like we look sophisticated. I don't know. There's <laughs> yeah. all business, but also like sexy somehow. Yeah. And then let me go ahead and have you start off October. What do we have at the beginning of October? Okay. So starts off again, kind of quiet because she's in writing with cards with boys filming mode, but um, she did win an award. So, I mean, this she's on premiere magazine twice and then she won, they did like a women in Hollywood luncheon awards thing every year back then yeah and she won their icon award but she couldn't attend because she was filming so she sent in a really cute video that they used and for some reason that ended up on getty images so that's why i've seen oh it. So funny <laughs> i know um one other thing that i realized i didn't quite make ex- make explicit here is that the angels were on the cover of premiere magazine in august and then september we've got drew on the cover of premiere magazine alone yeah, I, had, so cool. I remember that like i i realized it again right now when you said because she was on two premieres like i had forgotten and now i'm remembering like that moment in time also <laughs> being like i know what <laughs> so fun god what a time <laughs> i mean so exciting so now we get into kind of going on in october the press and premieres for charlie's angels Ooh, big time lots of lots of lots of stuff um some some things tom green was there too of course the premiere for la he was there i don't know if he was at the premiere for for new york oh good point i don't think he is um but he was it, he was with her at a press sort of situation i don't I see these pictures you put in, but I don't remember what that was. Oh, really? It's just like a press junket. So, you know, E and probably lots of other places. Um, There was definitely some sort of movie special, maybe on MTV and E. And like they use these interviews. There's just, you know, it's just kind of a press junket day. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Because I'm looking at that picture going like, what? I don't remember that. I know. It's unique that they had the angels together. That's normal. But then they also did interviews with just Drew and Tom together. It's just kind of different but I guess they were like they just got engaged this yeah. year we must talk to them together everyone's gonna want those this snippets is good press yep. yeah <laughs> what do you think of the looks at the two different big premieres LA New York so I I'm I was just gonna actually say that I've always liked the color of the shirt that Drew wears to the LA premiere yeah but that but the look overall is that where she has that flower kind of thing in her hair like a yeah. like kind of a starfish sparkly thing starfish slash lily yep <laughs> that she wore it... on her wrist to the oscars in 99 which is oh so cool i Did had forgotten that, that. i yeah. had totally forgotten it it is a lily huh it's not a starfish but it almost looks like a starfish <laughs> yeah and i guess i wonder if she was thinking that because uh she's <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's starfish, starfish. <laughs> Charlie's Angel. Oh, that's so funny. And then I feel like I don't really like I'm looking at the New York premiere and I don't feel like I've had a strong feeling one way or the other about her look there. Yeah, what weirdly, I- there's not a lot of like press photos from that one. And I don't huh. know why that is. That seems so strange. I do remember they like rode a bus though to get to that one. I don't oh, know why yeah. that is either. 
But also I'm realizing like Drew's got white pants for the like second time in a premiere this year because she had white pants at Titan AE. Oh yeah. And then white pants at this, which that's a, just a strong choice in general. I'm not like a white pants person. <laughs> oh, she made it work. I like that you can see her butterfly tattoo in the LA premiere one. Yeah, it's it's a really cute look, but I feel like I I appreciate it less because of maybe the number of clippings that we have. Yeah. Um. So I want you to talk about the Rosie show because there was a specific thing that, <laughs> okay. that we were cracking up about. So like we said, um, they actually did a full hour on Charlie's Angels on the Rosie O'Donnell show. So Drew comes out for the first segment and then Lucy joins her for the second and Cameron comes in for the third. Wow, I didn't and then, even remember that. Yeah, and then Destiny's Child performed at the end. So it was like the full episode. <laughs> packed. I know. But the fun thing that I think you're giggling about <laughs> is that Flower Films did this like little featurette <laughs> this little short um where they had a rosy doll so kind of like a barbie but it uh-huh. was rosy and it was like she had to fill in for somebody who called in sick at flower films so they did this like really cute but goofy video that i guess chris miller directed and they just show Rosie like walking through the office, making her coffee, driving to the, her car, and like. And the song is working that oh, yeah. five. <laughs> it's, right. it's really <laughs> cute, and it's also fun to see that old Flower Films office on Sunset. Totally, we went there once, I think. Right, just once that uh... we got to go in. I think we got to go in once to drop off a gift, and that Did was. Do we it. actually get to go in? Yeah. Why can't I rem- remember? I definitely did once, and I don't think I went by myself. <laughs> I mean, we dropped off a couple of things there, but I can't yeah. remember walking in. Yeah, just to like the, you know, kind the of lobby. Lobby, yeah. Okay, so what's the last event of October? Um, so there was the Tokyo International Film Festival, and again, there's like not a lot of press photos from this. In fact. I think all the only photos I've seen are like Japanese clippings. So um, Cameron was filming and I've read both. So I don't know if both are true, but I've read that she was filming Vanilla Sky. And I've also read that she was filming Gangs of New York. Okay. So she just like couldn't go to all these international premieres that they did. But um, Tom obviously came and then randomly enough, Crispin Glover also attended. (gasps) That's right. So weird. And hasn't Crispin Glover kind of totally gone recluse now i don't i can't remember the last time i heard anything about him yeah i feel like he kind of maybe he'd gone recluse like before this between like back to the future and yeah this. that sounds about <laughs> but, right <laughs> but i feel like he went again okay so should i jump into november Ooh. so charlie's angels was released on november 3rd of 2000 um, and i see you made a note for us to tell our stories of seeing it but i honestly don't remember That blows my mind. The one thing that I do remember about the date, November 3rd, is that that was my anniversary with George, my high school boyfriend. Oh, and it's right before your birthday. Yes. So (laughs) so it's very likely that I would have gone to see it, but this might have actually been like, maybe we went for our anniversary. I don't know. Wow. Either way, I would have still been dating George this year on that date okay. and i'm pretty sure it was our anniversary wow. so i'm sorry i don't have a story i'm sure it was very exciting i probably saw it more than <laughs> once but let's hear about your story um i was in college and uh i guess i was a sophomore in college and my friends jenny and claire we uh took a bus because we didn't have a car and we went and saw it opening night and i just uh, jenny was like very supportive of my drew habit she would bring <laughs> me all these um she lived in london so she would bring me all these clippings, uh, 
from summer break that she'd gotten. And uh, so cool. I know I have some really cool stuff from her, but yeah, it was just, I remember just having a really great time and it being so fun. It was like, we went and saw it, you know, and then I definitely saw it again by myself in the movie theater at one cool. point. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Then right around the release of Charlie's Angels, there were several promotional appearances, including the Angels were on Total Request Live, TRL. <laughs> wow, I haven't heard that full name in a while. I forgot that's what it's <laughs> I almost, I almost was like kind of forgetting it um, and then said it because I remembered it. Yay me. <laughs> so you wrote Son of a Bush shirts. Were they all wearing those? Yeah. And this okay. is again, there's like one photo of Drew like outside the studio. That's it. I, we have nothing else saved. It is wow. like scrubbed from the internet for some weird reason. Well, it's pretty pre-internet, I guess. But yeah. I couldn't find anything. I can't even find the date it happened. Like I remember watching it and I definitely have it on video. Yep. But I don't remember really anything about it except for their shirts. Yep. And I think we have a few clippings of their shirts because basically to explain the shirt said like, I'll never vote for a son of a bush or something like that. Or don't (laughs) vote for a son of a bush basically because there had been, or there was going to be a big election, which ended up being a pretty like, what's the word I want to say? Um, contentious yeah <laughs> contentious election um between george bush and al gore simpler times though and uh george <laughs> bush did end up winning but there was a whole thing if you got to look up the hanging chad if you ever want to know anything more about it the chad <laughs> the chad is great <laughs> <The> chad. yeah <laughs> anyway so then is this when Kate Hudson hosted SNL and she did the impression? Yeah, so this is the thing I just added to our notes as we were recording. I was like, oh, wait, I know this happened around this time because I remember watching it in my dorm room. Okay, cool. <laughs> Go ahead and explain it. Okay, so funnily enough, I feel like this was like the first public Drew impression. Like, I think so too. There wasn't, it wasn't a thing back then. And Kate Hudson was hosting and this was right when Charlie's Angels was coming out. So they did a skit spoofing inside the actor's studio mm-hmm. oh my god I love it so much and she comes on as Drew and her impression's like okay it's not too bad um there's definitely some aspects that it, you can tell she like watched certain interviews to get um yes. yes and some of the dialogue is really funny like that sort of like quirky what are you talking about stuff that Drew can sometimes say they definitely nailed <laughs> like my favorite is when he asks like what profession would you not want to have? <laughs> I yes. already know. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't I want, want to, to burn, burn monkeys. monkeys. <laughs> and then he says, nor they you. <laughs> it's Will Ferrell. What profession other than yours would you like to attempt? Um, a knife maker. <laughs> what profession would you absolutely not like to participate in? to burn monkeys. <laughs> no, they, you. <laughs> it's so funny. And I always tell you that uh, I'm just stuck with this in my head for life that every time I'm in yoga and trying to have like uh, <laughs> mindfulness and like being present, I hear Will Ferrell as James Lipton saying, I am here. I am now <laughs> talking about when she first screamed at the E.T. <laughs> anyway <laughs> we'll link to it it's 
it's still really funny and I also I'm, we're probably going on too long about this you can cut it if you want but <laughs> okay. I also love the very end when he asks like if there is a heaven what would you like God to say when you arrive do you remember this <laughs> it's like hey Drew Barrymore <laughs> <laughs> I forget what she says after that. You have treated people with such care, tender care and kindness. kindness. You smell like flowers. <laughs> yes. So good. That's yes. like spot on. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. And it is funny that this has become like within our world something that we quote, even though it's yeah. not true. <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving on from Kate Hudson, Tom Green hosted Saturday Night Live. <laughs> And oh, I, think, I don't know if it was the very end of it or when it was, but they had a fake wedding. So like in the monologue, he like makes Drew come up and they like say they're going to get married. So then throughout the show, they're like still pushing that like that's going to happen. And then at the end, she doesn't show up. <laughs> he And the show ends with him just yelling, Drew! That's right. <laughs> but like... They did a good job making it feel legit because, and this is like the really the only reason to me, they showed like footage of her in this like really weird gown backstage. Yeah. But she had bridesmaids and they were actually, well, Molly Shannon was one of them, which makes sense, but also Nancy Javonin. Yep. And then Jillian Fink Dempsey. Because they came to the show with Drew. So it's like, well, wait, these are her real friends. Like, I, is I this do feel happen? like we actually thought it was happening. It was very confusing. Looking back, I'm like, yeah, it was totally a joke. But <laughs> at the time, I remember being like, oh, what? It would be so fun if we could somehow find like our reactions on the grapevine to that. <laughs> that like, I could fun. just imagine like half of us being like, no way, joke. Like, there was no way they're going to do it. And then half of us being like, are they really breaking up? You know? <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay, so then the Charlie's Angels promotions continued. They had some promotions in Paris, in the UK, at a Prince Charles dinner, um, and then in Berlin, where Cameron didn't attend. Um, what do you remember about the Prince Charles dinner? Because I don't really know why they would have gone to that specific thing to promote. Um, I think it was the night before the premiere in London. Okay. And so I guess it was just like, a thing you do I don't know okay. <laughs> I do know that um in Tom Green's book he wrote that as like one of the most like strange surreal like you have a totally different life than I do because Drew Ooh. was just like this is normal and it was to him it was like this is crazy <laughs> wow that's cool insight yeah and I can't imagine <laughs> I know that's nuts and also there are lots of really beautiful I was going to say really beautiful looks, but I think specifically I do like the Prince Charles dinner. I like how she looked there. Okay. Um, And I like how she looked at the premiere in London as well. I think she has her hair up in both of them. Yeah, it's really pretty. Um, She's almost wearing, it almost looks like a kimono, the dress mm -hmm. that she was wearing. Mm -hmm. It was cool. But once again, I feel like because there were so many images from the UK premiere I have lost appreciation for it, but looking back at it now, I'm like, oh, that was cute. Like she, yeah, looks... it's kind of weird how that happens. Yeah, totally. All right, tell me about Rolling Stone. Oh, I would love to because this is <laughs> one of my favorites awesome. of all time. I love this magazine. Um, it was the November 23rd issue. Andrew's on the cover, shot by Mark Seliger. Yay! And God, do I love this photo shoot! It's just so cool. It's like sexy. But also, it's got like a very, very vintage look to it. Like yeah. they look like what are those called? Tin types? Those yeah. old yeah. photos. Okay, they all look like that. 
Um, and there's so many inside the magazine, like 10 at least, Something which like is that. pretty cool. I don't actually remember the article very well. I'm going to have to go refresh myself on that. I don't either. Um, I was going to say two things. It's, it either looks like a tintype or a daguerreotype. Sorry yeah. for you photography people out there. I wanted to make sure that you didn't disown me. <laughs> and uh, the other thing I was going to say is we brought up this shoot before because the picture of her like laying on the bed with her kind of knees tucked where she's looking over her shoulder. We were talking about that. That feels like a redo. <laughs> almost like they could be the same shoot. Uh, yeah. Of that. Now I'm going to forget what it was. My memory is horrible. It's a, a weird outtake from Us 97 That's right. by Mark That's right. Seliger. But yeah, these are great. What, what's your favorite, you think, from this? Because I think oh. I think mine oh, God. Is, the, is the set of four yeah, with the of milk. her in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are probably mine, too. I also do really love the one in with front the of mask. the shed with the mask. Yeah. yeah. They're all just like gorgeous and like stunning a little a little bit of skin showing which is always fun especially like she was already kind of moving away from that yeah this this was kind of a moment between here and like the second charlie's angels where she did kind of get like show like bearing skin a little bit more yeah bearing more (laughs) bearing more bearing more is bearing more yeah this is a great piece i would i would like to reread the article too because i wonder if it was a if it was as good as any previous Rolling Stones. Probably could do a whole episode on it eventually. We'll see. I think so. Then we already talked about the Marie Claire magazine. Mm -hmm. The only thing we didn't mention is there is like separately in that magazine a spread of Tom's personal photos of Drew. Oh, that's right. So it's like three really cute personal candids like one of her cracking up one of her holding a ferret I don't know why or what yeah. that was on. and then one of her kissing Tom on the cheek and uh. do you remember what that feature was was it just yeah like so it's celebrities showing their photos no it's literally just him and LL Cool J because <laughs> he's also in Charlie's Angels right oh yeah and it's like photos of happiness or something like that so LL Cool J's are all mm-hmm. like stock images of himself <laughs> from what I remember. And then Tom's are like these amazing personal photos because he was just ahead of the curve on that. Yep, he sure was Ugh, once again. So good. And then the last thing you have down here for November was when she did an interview inside of Playboy with these three really cute images. I remember the article being interesting, but I yeah. don't really remember anything about it. And it's long. It's like yeah. pages. I just skimmed through it and it really goes through like her everything. Like it's very thorough and very long. It's I skimmed it, like I said, but did she bear all? <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but I do love. I've always loved those three little photos, little black and white images that they included. Yeah, the cute faces, they're really cute, and they're so like different from her <laughs> first Playboy feature. <laughs> <laughs> and what's a trip is it's only five years. I know that is so weird. I guess I guess you could consider it closer to s- wait. If it's December 2000 and the other one was January 95. Yeah, is it I guess you're right. Four, or is it more like six? More like six. Okay, I couldn't <laughs> math. do that. <laughs> I had to do backwards math, <laughs> a.k.a. abstract, I mean, abstraction. Abs- <laughs> you know, abstraction. I had to do abstraction. <laughs> Leave that in. <laughs> All right. Let's- it's called subtraction. I know what it's called. <laughs> So December, let's finish it off. Let's wrap up this year. Okay. So again, like it's so weird how hard it was for me to pin down dates on all this stuff. Like 
it just wasn't, we weren't keeping track at that time. And it's, I can't go back and find dates. It's been crazy. But anyway, yeah. um, Freddie got fingered Tom's directorial debut, <laughs> say what you will about it, filmed in Vancouver. And Drew was photographed with Tom, like on a weird helicopter ride in Vancouver <laughs> at that time. Yeah. And we know she filmed a small cameo in the movie. So I think, and I think I, came across something else too that said like she took a quick break from um filming in new york and visiting him in vancouver okay so four films that year yeah oh my god you're <laughs> right i didn't even think about that wild so strange and then this is a big thing so we mentioned jade earlier this year the whole gun scenario <laughs> yeah <laughs> that whole gun situation you know <laughs> and drew was pictured with jade at the end of this year um and i haven't read things recently about it so you might know better than i but it sounds like the experience doing riding cars with boys where she plays this mother who is basically like resentful of her own child and has all these negative feelings about everything surrounding her scenario of being a mom being a single mom with the drug addict dad yeah yep and then her relationship with tom it sounds like she was encouraged internally and externally to reconnect or at least talk to her mother yeah so what more do you kind of know about this not much the only other thing I came across recently was that Tom I think invited Jade to his parents for Christmas which is pretty pretty interesting so yeah it was just like this one they were out somewhere it's hard to tell where they were but they're photographed New York it looks like New York I think it might be and I wonder who took these pictures I know they they feel a little paparazzi but they also posed for one of them. So I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're very random. And then what was the last spotting that you've got for December 2000? Yeah. So the very last thing, I think we only know about this because it was in the Ottawa Citizen newspaper, which somehow I have a copy of. I don't know how. <laughs> um, but Drew and Tom were pictured on New Year's Eve at a bar called Barrymore's, which is pretty fun. Well, they should have called it Barrymore. <laughs> I like that. that. It wasn't good. <laughs> I like it. I like okay, it. <laughs> so yeah, Drew kind of spent a huge portion of this year with Tom Green. Yeah, I mean, basically the entire year, which is is I was thinking it was kind of funny oh, yeah. because when we did ninety five, she was with Eric Erlinson that whole year. Yeah, but that's not always the case. Yeah. Either way, it's kind of the year, how can we wrap this year up? It's kind of the year of filming many films, the year of her developing relationship with Tom Green and their engagement. Red hair, brown hair, (laughs) Charlie's Angels. There's kind of a lot of huge stuff, even though, Ashley, like you made a good point earlier. You're like, okay, 98 was huge for us. Like 95 was huge because every like early Drew fan loves that. I think 2000 is probably one of those years. Like it's so big that of course it's big. (laughs) yeah (laughs) like it's just like Like, we're like do we have to and then it's like okay yeah let's (laughs) let's get this honker up up. (laughs) (laughs) but I also love that we were so present for it and so like every everything we just went through was like reported live on the grapevine like somebody knew that this happened and everybody was paying attention and it was just a really fun time to be part of an online community that was following everything so closely yeah and one other thing I just want to say about that is I feel like there was that moment and it was a few years where we were all like all of us at some point were like would be flipping through magazines furiously at the grocery store and then reporting back totally you know like there's a clipping in this magazine there's a clipping in this magazine and at that point I mean 
I can't really speak for you, but I was buying a lot of magazines if they had a large enough clipping. Oh, totally. It was like an amazing <laughs> time because that's not really the case anymore. No. <laughs> it's got to be it's... a certain size feature. But I also yeah. feel like now I'm like, maybe I need to be careful about that. I know. It's, <laughs> it's interesting. It was just. Anyway, different time in collecting. Really. It really was. Yeah. But this was an exciting year. Any any of you who were there, great find droops. Hi. You know, we, <laughs> we see you. You see us. <laughs> we hope you remember how much fun we had. <laughs> yep. Only 20 years ago. No big deal. Ooh. Almost 23 years. Yeah. Let's just call it like it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks guys for tuning in. We love having you here. Uh, I meant to say this at the top before people turn the episode off, but I forgot. So I'm going to tell you now, (laughs) if you could rate, review, and subscribe, you guys, I keep saying it, but we haven't gotten any ratings on Apple podcasts in a long time. And we will read it. If you leave us a review, we'll read it on the air. You can feel famous. It'll be really fun. (laughs) We'll be appreciative. (laughs) Go do it. And then while you're playing around on the internet, head over to Instagram and follow us on How Do You Drew Pod. And regarding the rate, review, and subscribe, also do it for yourself because you love us so much and you want to just, you know, send the love out there. Yeah, it's good karma. (laughs) It's good karma, exactly. (laughs) You must visit our website, howdoyoudrew.com. Every week there's incredible companion page to the episode so check it out ashley does lots of hard work every week so let's get on there and check it out um <laughs> send listener mail to how do you drew pod at gmail.com anything just anything were you around in the year 2000 and you want to tell us about your experiences with loving drew do you remember holding in style magazine from 2000 <laughs> in your hands and almost <laughs> falling down <laughs> we want to hear about it Anyway, um, <laughs> hope you're enjoying your holiday. Um, we're going to have a holiday after this is released and we won't have another episode until after Christmas. So Merry Christmas. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's true. And then our next episode, is going to be really special. And then we're going to take a one week break just to let you guys know that we'll announce that better. But yep. if you're still listening right now, you now you're in the know. Now you're in the know, but we, that we have a really fun episode and then we have a break. So chill out. <laughs> and I realized I said Merry Christmas, but I also want to say Happy Holidays for whatever holiday whatever you, you celebrate. celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Awesome. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thanks Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. This episode of the How Do You Drew podcast was researched and produced by Ashley and Anne from thedrewzm.com with help from our sponsor, Positive Medium. Special thanks to Matt Costa for our lovely theme song, Roxy Prima for our adorable logo, and last but not least, Drew Barrymore and all the Drewbies who love her. We do this for you. Thank Thank you. you.